Hey guys, it's Alicia Nicole here and it's March and this is my first recording for March. I um, want to apologize because I fell under the weather, like under it. I got the flu and I was down for almost a hot two weeks. Um, I was in a hospital for a couple days because it had gotten that bad and my body was not um, receptive to the medication that they were giving me and I could not break a fever. So I apologize for the gap in between episodes on the podcast. I hope everyone is doing very well and staying healthy. I hope that this, the winter did not beat you guys up too much and you guys did not get sick. I hope that you guys have remembering to take time out for yourself. Um, I also hope that you guys are learning the power of the word no and how no doesn't necessarily have to be negative, but how powerful and positive that it can be uh, in your life. So I really, really do hope you guys um enjoy this new segment that I'm going to put out and um, it's called the peace in between. And I say this because um, by me being sick, I was a little hesitant of asking people to take care of some things that I normally would not ask them to take care of. So for instance, you know, picking up kids from after school programs, dropping them off for extracurriculars, taking them to get haircuts, um, you know, preparing certain meals and remembering to do uh, certain things around the house, like uh, also, you know, some laundry and feed the cats and, you know, make sure folks are taking their medicines and things like that. So although dad was as hands-on as he could be, there were still some things that he could not do. So I had to start relying on some really close friends and family and they jumped in without hesitation. Um, some of them got a little upset with me because I had been hiding the fact that I was sick for a couple days knowing that I probably should have been isolating myself from them and taking my own self into the doctors because you guys know that my immune system is not the best. And when I get sick, um, I don't typically recover as fast as you all would. So I should have been had my butt in the doctors just a little bit faster uh, than I did. But um, I wanted to talk about the feelings that you feel when you actually have to either A, become that super person or B, succumb from being that super person. So for instance, um, you know, people might see me run around and do all these amazing things, um, go to work, take care of my children, go to different events, volunteer, you know, go to the market, possibly go out, have some fun. Nobody knows that inner peace that happens when it goes to Hey, kids, you know, mommy's going to go out for a while. You're going to be here. Or, hey, you know, I really, really want to go out. Do you mind watching the kids? You don't understand sometimes the hesitation that we get from asking somebody to do certain things in order for us to either be great or, you know, have some great fun. There's a slight um guilt feeling that I know some mothers feel when asking that, you know, it's like, that's your child, your responsibility. Um, you know, you feel bad 
on making sacrifices and having to ask people in order for you to either A, do your job, uh, B, fulfill your business needs, uh, C, just take out some time for yourself. Um, people don't realize that that guilt that we feel is very real. And we have to understand that it's okay to want feel that way, but not to get stuck in it. So when we're making those sacrifices of not going to a baseball game or not going to a basketball game because we want to meet with a client or we want to go out of town for the first time because we've been asked to do this big business deal, we we tense up, right? Um, I had a mom come, come to me before and she just was feeling the wave of the options that she had to go through. Her, her son had made it to the championship. And she expressed that it wasn't his first time, um, but she was wanted to go to this conference and she's changing careers. And this was a big opportunity and she was going and it fell on the same day as the championship game. And she just did not know what to do. She did not know how to make a decision. And I kindly had to remind her that, A, you're always there for his games. B, you're always there for practice. You are his cheerleader. Um, This is a huge, big, ample opportunity for you to go flourish into your new career. And this is a once in a lifetime thing. And I actually told her, gave her the advice that she should go and that she should sit down and explain to her son, who was well of age, that, you know, this happened to fall on the same day and mommy has to work, but daddy will be there or grandma will be there or uncle will be there or auntie will be there cheering you on and I will get play by play and someone's going to record it for me and I'll try to go live with you. And I was giving her all these uh, opportunities to jump in and actually say, you know what, you're right. I can make this decision, but she still was very, very hesitant because she is such a very hands-on mom. She did not know how to miss something. And I remember feeling the same way. Um, People don't know that behind the scenes of us being these great people uh, of, you know, of any career or lifestyle choices that we make that there comes a time where the decisions become so heavy that we don't know what we're going to do. And we make sacrifices for our own happiness to be sure that we fulfill someone else's. And I'm not saying that she should have put everything that he had going on last to her. I was just letting her know that don't feel as though that you are an absentee parent, that you're an absentee mom, that you've never been there before, and that you just constantly skip out on all of his great achievements and you know, events and things like that. And that it's okay to put something that you want to do first before the needs or not necessarily the needs, but just the things that, you know, children, you know, want us to do or our loved ones, our spouses, you know, it's okay to choose you first. Um, We don't talk about that one piece, you know, when we have to make the decisions when it comes to buckling down and asking people to do certain things for us that we would normally not ask for them to do. And I had had to have a uh, serious conversation with my kids and I said, you know, 
sometimes mommy is not going to choose you first. Mommy is going to choose mommy first. And they looked at me a little strange, like, what the heck are you talking about? Because they're known for me to kind of always be there, but not be there as well. So they've learned that mommy works. Mommy does these great things. I know where mommy is. You know, I'm okay that she missed something because she's usually here doing this, helping this out, you know, for me and Blase. So because I have a great grip on establishing that type of relationship with my children, the decision making becomes a little bit easier for me. And I always make sure that they know that sometimes they cannot be there for me. Um, I won an award last year and they really, really wanted to go. But they also really, really wanted to go somewhere else with their dad for the first time. Um, and I thought it was really important that they shared that experience with their dad and, you know, not worry about mommy winning an award. Um, I told them that I would show them pictures and tell them all about it and I'll call them on the phone and etc. And they actually understood. They had a chance to make a decision about where they wanted to go and what was more important for them. And they chose themselves uh, over me, which is totally fine. We have to understand that choosing ourselves is just as important, just as important as when we choose our families. Um, I always tell you guys that you have to take care of you before you can take care of everybody else. Because if you're taking care of everybody else, you're going to fall apart. And you're not going to be able to take care of anybody if you are not right. So having said that, I always allow them to make good decisions for themselves. I'll allow them to, you know, be the person to say yay or nay to something that they possibly am, you know, a little unsure about if they want to do it or not. And I always tell them like, let's just plan it out. What is it that you need? What is it that you don't need? Who do you need to ask help for? Sometimes we need to think about those things um, within our own selves when we have a, you know, an issue or, you know, a circumstance or a situation that pops up like, darn it, you know, who can I ask for this favor or who can step in to do these things for me and then you think about well how would they feel if I asked them to do these things and what is their reactions and you know what do they have personally going on that's the key piece that's behind the scenes that nobody sees nobody wonders about all they see is we got the job done we didn't show up you know they don't know why um and we just got to be mindful of those things um, I've had a couple group therapy sessions before I got, no, I had a group session before I got sick and after I got sick. And I realized that a lot of my moms were drowning and suffering and making sound decisions for themselves and their families. They had no one to really rely on and they were burning themselves out. They were afraid of the word no. Um, they were afraid of, you know, being judged. And I think they were afraid of really succeeding. Like they were okay if it didn't work out. It was kind of like a sigh of relief. Like, whew, I didn't need to uh, try that because, you know, I don't have to now. Um, I had to tell some of them to stop 
using your kids as excuses. How easily we use our kids as excuses, right? Like it's fun to to, to call out of work and be like, oh, you know, my kid's sick just because you need a day. Um, you know, it's fun to to use your kids, you know. Oh, you know, I'm going to sneak them in the movie theater or something like that because you don't want to pay. It's fun to use them in those capacities. But I want you to also realize that you're supposed to use them also for your emotional and mental support as well. Kids know how you're feeling. They come from you. Um, Ladies, I'm talking to you. They come from you. And they know if you're sad. They know if you're happy. They know if you're excited. They know if you're scared. They also know if you're worried or nervous. Uh, my son has a keen sense of my emotions. He knows when I am thinking really, really hard because, you know, I get to cleaning a lot because that's how I'm working through my thought process. And he'll ask me, mom, are you okay? And I'm just like, you know, thinking about something and then we'll have conversations. I'm not saying that you need to run everything past your children. I'm saying don't leave them out in the sense of they may not understand because they do in the same way that you're talking to them and working it out. They're going to want to talk to you to work it out. And I want you guys to be able to reciprocate the two together and have this open communication because they're going to come to you and then you're going to be that middle piece to say yes or no, or yes, I can do it, or I can't do it. I'm not going to go too long on this segment um, because I want to finish prepping for the week. Um, I just cut up my flowers and I am sipping on something beautiful, something great. Uh, It's Stella Cidre. It is the cider beer. Um, I just finished putting all my meals away. I just washed the fruit and I'm going to bag them up for the kids. And um, I'm going to take 30 minutes. I'm going to write in my journal. And I want you guys to also write and reflect on what are the difficult conversations that you have um, with yourself that you can't have with somebody else to help you process them. What are the conversations that you're not having with your children, with your spouse or your significant other? Um, Who usually says yes and who doesn't? make that list and kind of figure out why are you using them too much? Um, are they just not that person that are keen in your life? Figure that part out and, um, write it down, have some reflections. Um, I was able to get the March newsletter out. I hope you guys had a chance to read it and it had some really, really good information in it. It's always about something that can help you. And there's always a healthy fact in there. And, um, I hope you guys have a good time reading it and being able to share it and use it and apply it to your life. Um, If you would like to be a guest or if you would like for me to talk about a particular subject matter or talk with me about it, feel free to email me at thehustlemom at gmail.com. You guys are more than welcome to visit the website at www.thehustlemom.org. Um, I am so excited for the two photo shoots that are coming up. Um, one with my babies, my girls, my mob, my mentoring program, and also with my moms for the line that's coming out. I'm so excited. So I want you guys to be on the lookout for that. And I will catch you guys later. Have a great day.